It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. I don't care about nothing, man. Roll another blunt.
up and smoke me when I die. And if anyone don't like it, just look up in the eyes. I didn't come here and I ain't leaving, so don't sit around and cry. Just roll me up and smoke me when I die. No stems, no seeds that you don't need. Acapulco Gold is... Badass weed. And what a perfect <laughs> way to start this show with the custom stoner bit. mix. <laughs> that, last bit, that last bit used to be for my notifications. Oh, my God. No stems, no seeds yeah. that you don't need. <laughs> and I had just to change a, it. Just a little, just a little thing. It was 18 seconds short of being 420. Oh, good. <laughs> so, hey, man. Uh, hey, hey, you know what? Yes, radio. Our stoners don't give a shit about seconds. We'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. Well, well I, used to, I used to do it. I'll admit it. I don't anymore. But uh, you know, we're going to have a little fun tonight. Uh, I am the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, along with my co-host, Oh, Jonathan. No, you. Me? Oh, what? Sean's not here tonight? Okay. <laughs> uh, and the reason why... I didn't know he wasn't going to be here tonight. And the reason why the show could never, ever, 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 ever be a bag of dicks. Chaotic Katie. Oh, Let's he will get be here. He's just, uh, he's just uh, getting a new toy. So... We will, without any further ado, Uh-oh. introduce our guest tonight. High and dry from the Bay Area. Well, maybe not dry, but high. Maybe not Rick dry. Scott and Scott Rick, the Stoner Brothers. Yeah, that's right. I'm Ricky. I'm here with Scotty. We're getting high. I got a blunt. He has a joint. I have a bong. He's got a steamroller. And we got nugs. Oh, I got nugs. <laughs> I got nugs, but I like to roll me my own little joint. You know, blunts make me choke more than usual. Um, but, yeah, I love me a good bong, and I love me a good pipe, and I love me some dabs, and I love me some shatter. Give me all the butter you got. I'll lick it up. I really don't give a shit. Give it all to me. Give me all the weed. I'll take it all, all day, all night, all the time. I bet I can smoke you two under the table. Let's just say that. <laughs> hey, I, sweet boy. I beg to I differ, but I, I like challenges. Um, I smoke about smoke a little over a half quarter to a quarter a day, mostly a quarter a day. My roach collection is huge. <laughs> Shit. No, I did. I, I tried to smoke I, a quarter I, once I, and burnt George Washington's hair. Okay. Yeah. Seven, <laughs> I, I, okay. All right. All right. And okay, we'll call Put it an eighth of an ounce. And eight them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I smoke uh, a lot. I smoke a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all good. Of course, of course, she's of course she's in Canada. They were they were doing it uh, way before um, U.S. Uh, state laws started to uh, yeah get uh, loosened yeah, we'll up get, there. <laughs> yeah, when you when you when you guys came out with the reefer madness, we smoked a joint and laughed our balls off. That's what we did. Uh, we, we just we just beat up a, a tag team, a twin tag team from Canada like a month ago. Uh, you know, so if, if 
Canada as weed is anything like the rest list. Eh. Eh. <laughs> oh, no, darling. No, no. The stuff I'm getting, I get it off the guy who grows for the dispensary. So, yeah, I get all the good shit. All the good shit. You name it, I get it. <laughs> it's better oh, than my it. gosh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, cup ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm sure we'll talk more about weed later, but let's get on to the show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, it is part of it, but uh, on a serious note, definitely, um, and we'll probably do this several times this evening, want to thank you guys because, um, folks, they are giving up a night that they would normally be training students to uh, be on the show. So, uh, gentlemen, thank you so very, very much. We really, really appreciate it. We are honored that uh, you oh, would yeah. do such a thing Indeed. for us. Yeah, no thank problem, man. Thanks for coming out. Seriously. So, now, now, the, now the first thing first, you guys are, in fact, legitimately twin brothers. Um, now, we've Oh, I mean, ever you know the you've been interviewed before oh, enough times that uh, your you know that your real names are out there. Well, we're just going to go ahead and continue though with uh, you know with what uh, we're doing because hey, you know we like to have a little fun with it and that. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, hey, it's you know, I mean, this business is supposed to be fun. If it's not fun, you know, why the heck are you in it? You know. Exactly. The day the day we stop having fun is the day we stop. There you go. There you go. Damn. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, why don't you go ahead, kind of give us a little bit of actual background um, about uh, you know where you guys come from, um, you know, any type of uh, athletic background? Because I mean, you're you're both you're both a couple of rather you know rather big boys. And that, and so I'm, you know, kind of suspecting maybe some, you know, football background in that, you know, where you guys kind of, you know, got uh, got going in your youth. Um, we were more like uh, baseball players than I think anything, and then like, of course, wrestling. But we never really got into like collegiate wrestling. We would always just like wrestle yeah. around with each other, like backyard wrestling. We did a little of that. Um, okay. and then we got trained in, uh, 2003 and, uh, oh, wow. Hey, yeah, I, uh, a guy named Joe Applebaum or coach Joey Nuggs or Pogo the Clown, however you want to know him, but, uh, he okay, trained yeah. us uh, and he's a big fucker too, man. So he taught us the style of the big man and now we are spreading the gospel all right, all right. So, uh, so baseball. What positions uh, did you guys play? Uh, let's see. Uh, I played like catcher, third base, pitcher, and and uh, right. my brother was was about the same. Oh wow! A little bit okay. of outfield. Oh nice, nice. Cool. Okay. Um, what, what was your, what was your go-to pitch? I'm a, you know, I'm not, I'm, I never really played, but I've always been, you know, a big baseball fan. So. Yeah. The bat's bigger than I am. So, you know, I like throwing (laughs) curveballs. 
curveballs are fun. Or the knuckleball. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, knuckleballs are hard to throw, but they're hard to hit. Yeah, yeah. I grew I grew up with that. I was a uh, uh, growing up here. I was a Chicago White Sox fan, and back in my day, um, we had our ace pitcher was a guy by the name of Wilbur Wood, and that guy could throw a knuckleball like nobody's <coughs> business. I mean, seriously, he he was he was blowing stuff past past some of the best hitters of the day. So it was awesome. So now where did you guys get your first uh, exposure to this crazy industry that uh, we all know and love so much? Um, well, like my brother said, we trained with Joe Applebaumer for a while, and then uh, we started doing shows with Supreme Pro Wrestling in Sacramento. Um, okay. And also another place called UXWF that was ran by um, the Melted Candle, Manny Fernandez. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of like where we started uh, doing our first matches and stuff. Um, but besides that, like, I don't know. In our first five years, we, we, we did a lot. Like, we traveled a lot, and uh, and it was for shit, man, for, like, free, five bucks, ten bucks, here's a hot dog, here's a handshake. And you know what? Uh-huh. We, we expected that, but, you know, it's our first five years, so. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. What happened? I can understand that. So, oh, man. So, um... Okay, so do you okay? So there, here's always a good one that we do like to throw out. Then, do you remember um, who your first match was and how how it actually you know looked? Um, I wrestled. Uh, my first match was against uh, our fallen partner DJ Riz. Uh, I wrestled as a clown. I think it was on an Easter, and I like ate a raw egg and almost threw up right before the match. Uh, as like a, just like a character thing to do, I just came out and ate an egg for some reason. Pretty stupid, but uh, yeah, memorable. I can remember pretty much almost everything in the match. Oh wow! Oh, so awesome! All right. So how so how about your brother there? Uh, uh, my, my first match was against uh, our trainer Joe Applebomber, and I don't okay. really remember it, but probably because it was only like two minutes long, he just squashed me. Um, oh, okay. Squash yeah, match. it was a squash hey. match. Hey, what the heck? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah sometimes. Sometimes you got to do that stuff, you know. So, mm-hmm. but that's so that's. Oh wow! So, I was like, so, I was maybe like three months in too, so it was like way early. Like I wasn't ready for it. So, but he knew I could bump. So it was just here. Here's a bone. Oh okay, okay, cool, 
cool. Thanks. So, and what yeah, and what exactly. were your injuries like? What were your injuries like in that first five years, or if not, never mind the first year. Injuries? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think in nothing too big. Like, not really. Besides, like you know, bumps and bruises, but nothing big. Okay. Swollen elbow here or there. All right. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. But all right. So um. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying. I wish I had a good injury story, but I don't. <laughs> did, what I want to know is, did you get over right away, or did it take some time for the fans to get to know who you are and like you and whatnot? Uh. So sometimes you just get over right well, away. My. My first six months were by myself because my brother didn't start until about three to six months after me. Oh, um, shit. And then we actually didn't start tag teaming, like, on the regular to for about, until about maybe a year or two in. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting to know. That's really interesting Yeah. It's very interesting to know. Um, were there, yeah. Did you have your geek out moments where you were fighting names who you'd always wanted to, to wrestle or, you know, or meet um, or anything like that? Yeah, there's been a couple of those. We wrestled uh, uh, Rikishi and Brian Christopher. Uh, we've wrestled Snitsky and some random dude. Uh, <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> Heidenreich. Wrestled Heidenreich and some, oh, somebody. Holy cow. Oh, holy cow. I know who I know. I know Gang Gangrel a bunch a handful of times. Sin Bodhi. Nice. London and Kendrick. Sweet. Oh, okay. Wow. That's cool. Those are some nice. Names. Yeah. Some yeah. Yep. And few of them that I've worked with, and uh, several more of them that we've uh, had on the show. So. Wow. Yeah, we've had, that, yeah. That, that, we've had a few of those. I mean, I've worked with, I've worked with we, Keish, uh, uh, Yeah, go ahead, man. I was oh. going to say, uh, we teamed up with one of the Bushwhackers one time, Bushwhacker Luke, and we were the Weed Whackers. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. I, me too. That sounds see now that sounds exactly like exactly like Luke. Um I I used to I used to work with those guys and all the time. Um they would they would they would do what they could to crack me up. Um the crowd the crowd would, the crowd would start chanting Yeah, Katie's heard Katie's heard this story like a million times, so she's used to it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But um but we'd but we'd be in the ring and you know the crowd would start chanting bushwhackers bushwhackers and Luke would, and Luke would look at me and he go and he go you hear that mate I think they're saying bushnickers bushnickers and bush I mean I am doing I'm doing everything I can I am biting the inside of my mouth and I'm going you so and so wow. <laughs> Don't make don't make me laugh in the ring here. Blow character. Don't make me break character. 
Uh, yeah, man, and that's the, that's the fun part of wrestling, you know? When when you get ribbed in the ring or like you're doing the oh, ribbing or like uh oh, I don't know, like we got we got a bunch of students and some of them are, you know, anywhere from 3 months into like 5 years and uh the guys doing like the, the four or five year guys are like starting to have so much fun cuz they're so comfortable in the ring, they can start like joking around with fools and talking in there and and uh, that's when it starts to get fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when I would think it would so. start to get fun, too. Right. Ooh. Well, have you, have, you, have, you ever played, have you ever played the circle game with guys? What? what circle? I mean, what? I don't, I don't know what, what the circle game is. I mean, we get in a circle and smoke weed. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's the only circle game I play. Right? Now, this is... This is one that uh, this is one that my uh, longtime friend Al Snow taught us, and and it's a and it's a and it's a rib that a lot of the boys will play on each other. Is that they'll is that they'll be working in the ring, and they will uh, form form their hand into a circle below their below their waist, and the whole idea of the game is to try and get the other guy to look. Oh, down below your waist at the circle, and you know if you and if and if you and if you get them, it's you know it's it's absolutely hilarious because they get so frustrated. I've I've done I've done that I've done that to I've done that to guys on pinning combinations. I'll they'll be they'll be locked up. I'll put I'll put uh, I'd put one uh, hand in a circle and I'd be counting with the other and he'd be looking for the countenance and his eye would glance over and he'd see the circle and he'd sit there and go, you son of a bleep. <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, I'm just going to make a swear. So, yeah. so yeah, that, gives you, that gives you guys, a, that, yeah, see, now there you go. That gives you guys a, that gives you guys a new one. It's a, you know, old established thing. Like I say, Al Snow is where I, is where I learned it from. So, <laughs> Jeez. Okay. And of course, hey, yeah. you know, if the if the head guy says it's cool, then that's cool. <laughs> right. Uh yep. Yep. So yeah. well, you cool. talk about ribs you talk about ribs in the ring. Let's uh let's hear let's hear some let's hear some good ribs in the ring stories. I mean we we love stories and oh, yeah. we are we are the type that we say Name names. Anybody yeah. nothing, anybody is anybody is up, yeah. Nothing is off the table. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no okay, man, one of, nobody is not worth humiliating. <laughs> okay. I mean one of my favorite ribs, uh <coughs> we were doing <coughs> sorry, we were doing a a hood slam show at the Oakland Coliseum for the Oakland A's opening day. So we're like doing a show out in the parking lot, and um, uh, it was April April first. So it was April Fool's Day, and uh, so me and my brother we were wrestling the Butabi brothers. One of them is uh, Anthony Butabi and uh, Johnny Butabi. Uh, they do like a night at the Roxbury gimmick, and um, okay, oh cool. They're, yeah, they're just goofballs, and uh, so uh, Anthony is uh, when he when when he smokes he he gets like way high, 
So like we're smoking before the match and then oh, uh we have we have a match early in one set and then like two sets later we're doing like a six man or something like that. So the first yeah. match comes and uh like five minutes into our match, uh he gives me Anthony gives me a forearm and I have this uh this crown in my tooth that a guy could just pop out any time. Because oh, uh, it was blue, so I I popped it out and spit it out in my hand. And I was like, "Oh, you motherfucker!" And then Derek, my brother Derek, came in and he just he just rolled him up from behind, and they were like, "Fuck you guys!" Like a shoot pin. And then these guys, he gets to the back, and I'm like, "Don't even fucking talk to me." I show him my my tooth in my hand, so don't fucking talk to me, like. We could wrestle later, but I don't even want to fucking see you right now. Like, we kept this going for, like, four hours until the next match. And then the beginning of the match, like, uh, he started, and it was supposed to be with somebody else. And then I tag in, and I look at him. Mm-hmm. I, I I kicked him in the gut, and I gave him a power bomb, And then I pulled my tooth out and said, I said, oh, man, my tooth feels fine now. I just popped it right back in. He started busting up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh that, man! That, that'd be that that'd is be hilarious. like a man with a glass eyeball. That'd be like just, you do the same thing with a glass eyeball. It'd be perfect. It'd be beautiful. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that's oh man! That is absolutely hilarious. I love that. <laughs> oh man! Oh well, Sean's gonna have to listen to a replay to hear all to hear yeah. the good stories because he's missing out. Oh man! Oh man! So, well, okay. So you met, you mentioned Hood Slam, and that's where we first you know, found out about you guys, and that because we've had uh, Brittany Wonder, and we've had, and we've had she can you know some of the other uh, Hood Slam people on, and that. Um, how how did oh, you yeah. how did you guys get? Uh, Get hooked hooked up with them in the first place. Where that how that all come about? Um, uh, Dark Sheik or Sam, he's he's one of our best friends, and like, yeah, we all moved to Florida together in two thousand. I want to say seven, maybe eight, okay. six, and uh, we all went out there because TNA was out there and WWE out there was out there at the time, so we thought that was the spot to be. And then once we got there, we found out that it was complete shit and too many companies, uh, too many guys that think they're wrestlers and they're not. And, like, it was just complete garbage. And then, like, uh, Sam just had this idea of, like, getting, like, everything good from every promotion that he's ever seen and, like, putting it into his own thing. And mainly for the boys, not for the fans. And that's kind of mm-hmm. where the fuck the fan comes from. And, uh, yeah, and then we came back to California. And then in 2010, nine, 10, nine or 10, Hood Slam started, you know. And then here we are now, and we're drawing 1,000 people at the Oakland Metro every first Friday. Wow. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, I mean, that's not only – yeah, exactly. I mean, you know <laughs> – I know, I know a lot. I know a lot of indies that uh, are happy with 350, and 
I've you know, and I've seen you guys on Twitch, which we'll talk about that in a minute as well. And you know, looking at uh, you know at that at that building and just looking at all those people, I'm like, holy crap! Now that was. That was, you know, I mean, I'm sitting there going, my God, my early days in the business were like this. And, you know, these guys are, these guys are doing it now. It's just absolutely amazing. And that, so, oh, that's, I, yeah, I'm just, I you feel know. Like, I feel like there's a, uh, there's another wrestling boom going on right now. Um, for a while, like 10 years, 10 years ago. It was a graveyard mm-hmm. out in California, besides like PWG and APW. But besides, I mean, right. even then, you know, they weren't drawing shit. Shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's definitely yeah, a boom that's going good. on. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I, I I think you're I think you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, I think I think it kind of started. You talk about Rikishi. Um, when uh, when Rikishi left uh, left, and I'm I'm going to show my age here. I always when I Uh-oh. when I talk about WWE, <laughs> I'm well. That's well. That, I'm that I'm well, that old school because it, if you don't show it, I'll be happy to tell it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she sits there. She sits there, and yeah, her well, she always tells she always says that I graduated high school with Moses, so, now. No, no, I say Methuselah. I say Methuselah. Methuselah. John says Moses. See how old he is? He can't even remember what I say. See, maybe he does need to smoke some weed. You see, maybe he does need to smoke some weed. It gets the the thought process moving a little bit quicker sometimes. You got one of those uh, social security cards on a rock? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've never made that noise before. They had some... They hadn't they hadn't invented papyrus yet when uh, when I got my oh, social security pirate. card. So. <laughs> oh my! Uh, shit. <laughs> you, oh darling, my. you you just you just tacked on another ten years to your age saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh. Hey, what hey, I really my, wanted hey, to know. My ophthalmologist you, said the first cataract was uh, like a like that of an eighty year old when he took that one out. So you know. Well, shit. Yeah. Well, it didn't take any years off you. I tell you what. <laughs> but what I want to know, the boys. See, the boys are just sitting here listening to us bicker back and forth like an old married couple, right? Show hubby. So uh, what I want to know <laughs> yeah. is what. What turned you on to wrestling? Because it sure as hell wasn't baseball. Like, no, it wasn't. You... Well, uh, we both... you know what? Hey, it was baseball. <laughs> what? <laughs> fucking... <laughs> no, no. This, this is a shoot. TBS, Atlanta Braves baseball in the 90s was fucking hot, right? And what oh, was God, on yeah. TBS besides baseball? WCW wrestling. And uh, our our dad liked baseball, but he liked wrestling also. So we watched both, and then it just grew from there. But, but um, what I what I remember of baseball history is in the nineties, uh, my Toronto uh, Blue Jays beat your ass pretty fucking hard. Did they? Did they not? I mean, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got I don't know. Oh, hold on a second. You said, oh, 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 
I say, yeah. <laughs> okay. they, they, they were good at they were good at getting getting to the place, but they weren't good at uh, taking it home. Hold on, three times in a row, baby, three years in a row. Yeah, I understand. The third, the the three peat was because uh, there was baseball strike. But yeah, we we uh, got it two years back to back. All right, so don't even go yep. there. Wait, we weren't really, we weren't really uh, huge fans of Atlanta. Our teams were like, we didn't even really like Oakland at the time. Like, I liked the Seattle Mariners because of Ken Griffey Jr. And then uh, the Ricky, Ricky liked the White Sox because Frank Thomas. Well, there you go, man. See, I hate the Mariners. I don't know if it's because I was there watching them play in the Mariners that they'd lose, but every time they play the damn Mariners, they'd lose. So either it was my yeah. fault, the Mariners got our number. We'll let you take the blame on it, Katie. <laughs> okay, I'll take the blame. It's, not, it's all my fault. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, also, it's also my fault that Toronto Maple Leafs haven't won a, haven't won a cup yet. So, yeah, it's my fault, too. <laughs> You'll get, you'll get, you'll uh, get a cannabis cup before you get a Stanley cup. Yeah, you don't even know, okay? I'm, I'm bad luck, okay? I'm, I'm bad luck. I'm bad luck. I've, I've, wa- I've walked into a hockey, walked into the room hockey game, and my team's winning. And the second I sit down, my team starts losing. And Darren, my husband, has kicked me out of the room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, he can, he can. Okay, we'll, we'll go to the fair, and he'll play a game to win me a toy. If I'm there, he won't. So I'll just walk away, and he'll win me a big prize. I'm not even kidding. So I'm You need to do something about that. Hey, you got to turn yeah. that look around. Well, I got to turn yeah. that look around, man. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Had, guys, this year, um, for the first time, she she went uh, to an actual uh, live uh, game. NHL game. And... Uh-huh. They left. They left in the second period because the leaves were. We were bloody well so losing. <laughs> like, I mean, well, yeah, well, sure. My husband had to. My husband works nights. He starts at four a.m. But yeah, we were losing, so we left. We left the end of the second. And Did when they come I back and win? No, the second I left, they fucking scored on us again. So it, it just didn't <laughs> matter that night. So I was in the building. Okay, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's because I was in the building. <laughs> yeah, or or they just suck. <laughs> yeah, well, you can say what you want about my team, but I give a fuck about hockey. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, still, like, my question did not get answered. Okay, you said you said what turned you on to wrestling, and it was all because of baseball, and I call bullshit. So, what turned you on to wrestling? Was it who you saw in the ring, or just in general? Um. It was, uh, I don't know. I mean, it was WCW. So, uh, and then the Steiner brothers were like a pretty big impact. Cause with their brothers, we're brothers. Like, oh, those guys are cool. They're brothers. And they're wrestling. Um, Wicked. Sting, Vader, uh, all that, all Vader. that early WCW stuff was good, man. Rick, you Oh, Ricky. Oh, honey. Ricky. Ricky the Dragon Steamer. I just met him last month. I know I yeah, two months ago I just met him. Absolutely no ego, not an ounce of ego in that man. Just oh no, just awesome. awesome. Just wicked, wicked awesome guy. 
And he let me try on his ring, too, his Hall of Fame ring. It was cool. <laughs> it was really cool. He was just great. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. definitely, it's definitely cool when, you know, when, you know, with a lot of that era, because, I mean, I'd, you know, I mean, now, yeah. of course, I grew up, I grew up, of course, in the days before cable, so for us, it was the AWA here in the Midwest, and then around 1980 was when cable came, and that's when... <laughs> oh, no, I'm, you know, I'm they actually, You know what? You know what? Hey, Katie, seriously, back it back in the day, they actually used to broadcast the matches live on radio in St. Louis. Oh, cool. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. You're really Most dating yourself. <laughs> hey, hey now, hey now. I'll, I'll, you know what? Say, say what you will, but you can still catch a baseball or a hockey game on on radio. Yeah. So. Yeah. True, but also on TV and internet and your phone. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. But yeah, he, he totally dated himself. Shit. He probably he probably listened to soap operas on the radio with his grandmother. Okay. <laughs> oh come on now. <laughs> ah, come on. Another another world and Days of Our Lives were both on radio, so I'm not even lying there. <laughs> oh good lord! I tell you, guys. By the time I get done, by the time I get done. She will actually, she will actually have me dated so far back that I was act that I actually was alive and listening to the romance of Helen Trent. So well, you got and, and you can and you can yeah. Google that so you so you know what I'm talking about. You get the joke later on. <laughs> well, you, you listen you listen to Little Orphan Annie on 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 the radio and drank your old routine, didn't you? And and you had a decoder ring <laughs> and everything, didn't you? Didn't you? <laughs> I bet you had a pink uh, bunny too. Oh my god. Okay, I got I gotta put the joint out, okay? Is, is, the, is the Christmas story about you? Right? <laughs> See? He got the reference. Pink bunny suit. Oh Ralphie. yeah. <laughs> of course. Hey. Excellent. Anybody who doesn't get the reference is not a good American. Um, uh, well, I'm not an American, so yeah. Well, that's oh. true. But I'd be the that's best true. one. That's <laughs> true. There you go. There you go. Now, but of course, of course, you know who does have the pink bunny suit, though, don't you? Um, Jerry Lawler. No. Oh shit! That's right. He does too. He does. He does yes. So. Yes, because I have I have a I have a picture of that uh, which I have I've on my uh, on my Facebook. Yes, that I'll pop up. Uh, you know, in December. That's so. pretty freaking hilarious. It is, it is. Oh my gosh, but yeah, that's. Uh, but I mean, you know, definitely go when you talk when you talk about uh, you know early um, 1980s WCW. I mean. When you look at the lineup that 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 they had at that time, I mean, think about it. the Four Horsemen, the Road Warriors, like you say, Sting, um, the Great Muda. They, 
That's just, you know, I mean, I mean it, was pro- it was probably one of the best lineups in the business at that time. Yeah, so. Not to mention, like, uh, the lightweight guys like Brian Pillman and uh, Liger oh. and, like, uh, Al- Alex Wright when he first started and, like, uh, Dustin oh, Rhodes and gosh. Barry Windham. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, yeah, there's – that's that's some that's some classic stuff that you're talking about there. I mean, uh, you know, uh, if you you know anybody, if you ever saw the uh, Brian Pillman uh, Jushin Thunder Liger match from when Worlds Collide, oh, find that. Okay, where find was, that. It? was it? The, was it a WCW? Because well, because it was a, it was actually it was a yeah. it was a it was a. It was a Right, it was a joint paper. I can actually watch WCW it and AAA. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Could you find yeah. it? Could I find it on the WWE Network? Because Becca just got the WWE Network. My girlfriend. Um, you can look up uh, the first Nitro ever at the at the the World Mall, and they film and wrestle Liger on that also. Yes. Yes. Which and that is on the network. Yeah, that was oh my gosh, that first nitro. Yeah, you definitely. That's you're talking some. That was some crazy stuff that night because of course, that was the night that Lex Luger showed up on two TV shows on the same night at almost around the same time. Yeah, because Luger has a match on Raw, and then around the same time, he comes walking. Out towards the ring at the at the Mall of America. So, um, no. All right, Katie, you got one. You got one in queue. You might want to check that real quick. Okay, so, I'll check that. Hold on a um, second. So, but uh, there you. But yeah, you're definitely. You guys are definitely talking some talking some great stuff from at that at that period of time. And that. Um, that's now, where. Uh, yeah, go ahead. That's kind of that's kind of where our like work rate came from. Just because WCW had like a way better work rate than WWF at the time, because WWF was just more characters, like uh, random guys like the Gobbly Gooper and uh, Damian Demento. Not necessarily can wrestle, but they were just gimmicks. But WCW actually right. had really good talents and awesome matches. Yeah, then they would they would give them like the first match would always be like twenty minutes. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. That was that was a great thing. I mean, you weren't sitting there listening to you know ten minutes of of talking. Um, you went pretty much right to right to action and that. And yeah, they would they would just let them go ahead and go. And so, um, and so, uh, we want to go ahead and say hi to our, uh, good friend, uh, from Virginia All-Star Wrestling, promoter J.B. Brown. Hey, J.B., glad you're, uh, back with us this evening. How you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm glad good. you're here, too. I'm glad when you're yeah, here. Yeah. I'm not the only girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so we are, we are talking to the Stoner Brothers Rick Scott and Scott Rick from uh, our friends over at Hood Slam Wrestling in uh, Oakland. So, uh, I'll, and uh, 
talking some old classic WCW. So if there's some stuff that uh, you know kind of trips your fancy, just go ahead and jump right in there, okay? Yeah. Wow. But yeah, I that I, that was the thing. I I was I'm the same way that uh, you guys were. I mean, my pre- my preference was Nitro over Raw, and well, always. You know, I would sit there, and back in back at that time, I would I'd watch Nitro and tape Raw, and then you know, and then watch and then watch Raw like after after Nitro was over, mm-hmm. sometime the next day. I'd flip. Yeah, yeah, we would we would just flip back and forth for a while. Yeah. Um, once, once, uh, WWE started getting good, at least. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So. When SmackDown came out, my eyes were glued. All right. Okay, so now, so now you're going to, now I'm going to, now I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw a question out at you and let's see, and let's see where you, where you go with this. DX or NWO? Um, I'm going to say that, uh, DX was, was a better work rate and better workers, uh, and, uh, NWO was a better gimmick. All right. All right. I, you know what? I, I can't, I can't argue with that logic. I, I, I'm totally, I'm totally good with that. I, you know. Sort of I like liked, the, uh, uh, I liked Razor. I liked Razor and Diesel and WWF at the time, but when they came to yeah. WCW, I feel like they just got lazy. They didn't do. Then they teamed with Hogan and they got really. Lazy. Yeah, then they teamed with Hogan and yeah. they got really lazy. Yeah, they got really lazy because <laughs> they go, yeah, well, yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah, we do, I mean, we yeah, do, exactly. do, do our bidding. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Match here, match well, there. Well, I mean, that's you. it. They were, yeah, they were get, they were destroy, getting paid huge money. Yeah, I mean, they were getting paid huge money just to, oh, oh. pop in and uh, and beat up, you know, and beat up on a few guys and uh, spray paint their backs and that. Yeah, and you just can't really compare Shawn Michaels' work rate to Hogan because they're like total opposites. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You really can't. Yep. Sean worked. Yeah, but they were still the same self-entitled fuckwad bimbos for their craft, if you think about it. <laughs> they were. Oh, my guess. Yeah. Remember who I am, brother, 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 you know? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that, that's well, that I mean, now of course, yeah, the Ho- yeah the Hogan drinking game. Although, of course, with uh, with you guys, it could be the uh, Hogan uh, Hogan hitter game. How does that work? Yeah. Well, every time every time okay. someone, every time a guest says brother, you take a hit or a shot, whichever you choose to do. And let me tell you, when you get the older cauliflower alley boys on air. Every five seconds, brother. Brother. I know, brother. Yeah, brother. Really, brother? No way, brother. 
Just, yeah, yeah. No, no. Preach it, brother. Testify, brother. Bro. Tell it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, 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 brothers and sisters, you're here, you're here in a clinic here. Double shot for that. You know, it's so brother, brother, brother. <laughs> so if so if I say to Sir Mo, brother, 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 he'll just go brother, 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 <laughs> right back at me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll watch we'll watch a Lex Luger match, and every time oh, Luger yeah. makes the makes the sound, oh, uh, you got a drink, which is pretty much every time he gets hit or sells. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh my exactly. God! Exactly. Uh, or or another yeah. thing that I, that I loved is Hogan used to do it the most. Okay, you'd hear him, you'd hear him breathe in between paragraphs. <laughs> brother, 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 brother. Drink your milk, eat your eat your vitamins, say your prayers, brother, brother, brother. <laughs> oh yeah. No, he like he got more blown up doing his promos than his matches. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Especially there you go, man. Cor- uh, he'd be in the corner and he'd look like he's doing bubbles in a pool. <laughs> Freaking corner, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, those. Yeah, I, I mean, seriously, some, some, of, some of his promos, I mean, it would, you know, it'd be just like, you know, trying to figure out what words he was going to come up with in between the brothers. <laughs> uh, well, let me tell you, brother. When I get into the ring, brother, and I, and I see and I see that I see Macho Man, brother. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take you, brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he would, he would, he would also say Jack and dude. Yeah, yeah Jack. Just enough, dude. Yeah, Jack, dude, and brother. That's it. Dude, brother, Jack. That's it. Put them all together. Yeah. No, brother. Check you out, dude, brother, Jack. Yeah. Dude, brother, Jack. <laughs> Buddy, brother, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there we go. We got we got the first start of the night. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's that's what that's that's one of our goals every oh, show, man. guys, is to get Katie to start snorting. If she if she's snorting, we we got her going. Yeah. I'm gonna and, need you to stop snorting, Jack, brother. Dude, dude. Uh oh. Uh oh. She's not making any sound either. Either she's put herself on hold or uh, she's at, <laughs> no, that, she's at that point where she's gasping. <laughs> I, I'm here. John, John has arrived, so I'm just telling him to get here. If she if she starts gasping for air, then uh, you've really hit it with with her. Yeah, that's, Seriously, it, it, it goes it goes uncontrollable laughter, snort, squeak, can't breathe. <laughs> in that order. Yeah. And you say course, you hit it um, yeah. And and of yeah. course, um we're and of course now um the 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 guaranteed the two guaranteed words that will that will go ahead and send her into into an absolute 
almost epileptic oh, fit. No. Oh, no. Pink, Pink cubes. I'll be back. I can't breathe. <laughs> we did. I did it to her. Okay. This is a Madman right, Pondo story. Oh, this God, is a Madman Pondo story. He Don't and... Don't smoke anything. Uh, yeah. Uh, he and, and uh, this guy Bull uh, did a show over at uh, over at uh, the ECW arena, and um, before the show, there was there was a band playing, and mm-hmm. during and during the set, the drummer yeah. stands up. Pulls down, pulls down his pants. Yep. And, and his pubes pink. are dyed pink. And then pink. the lead singer, the lead singer comes around behind the drum set and goes down on him while he's playing. While he's playing. What the fuck? And I, yeah, you yeah. said that right. Yeah, exactly. I was laughing the whole fucking time. I was like overly stoned, and I was yeah. Well, what was their band name? Do you remember the band name? You know what? No. I don't. I I don't. Th- I don't think they even know because uh, because Bull when when that when that happened, he grabbed Pondo and they they hightailed it out of out of the out of the arena and went into the dressing room like right then and there. <laughs> so so I feel like you should give him a name so next time you tell the story you have a name. Like uh here's my suggestion. No. The flaming pubes. <laughs> yeah, okay, man. We got the flaming lips, it. we can have the flaming pubes. There you go. <laughs> that works. That works. Yeah, that works for oh, me. Oh man. Pubic enemy. Pubic enemy. Pubic enemy. Pubic enemy. Oh, yeah. Step, step, step. Who's gonna be? Who's gonna be the guy with the uh, big clock around his around his neck? <laughs> that oh could be, man! Hey, that could be the drummer be, with the. The clock would what? have to be around his junk. Yeah, yeah, what happened? Yeah, to the clock be around his junk. Yeah, it's totally be around his junk. Oh my god, that's too fucked up. That is too fucked up. Oh wow. Uh, Five minutes to work. I love it. I love it. That is that is that is some hilarious stuff right there. Oh, seriously. I mean you know, that is hilarious. I mean, that's yeah. Um we de- but uh, we definitely got to get into get into road stories because I mean, with you guys, I'm sure you know, you know, driving driving and smoking. There's got there's there's got to be, be some stories. yeah. There's gotta be got to be some great road <laughs> stories that that will that will go along with that. Oh, um, uh, let's see. One the first one that pops in my head because I was talking about it earlier because uh, we're going to Portland this weekend and uh, one of the guys we're going with his name is Hip Hop Harry he's a one legged wrestler and uh, he went oh. to Vegas he took us to Vegas us and uh, Joel Kilmeister uh, and uh, on the way 
I think it was back from Vegas, right? It was on the way back from okay. Vegas. Uh, his tire blew out, but he's like, it's okay, I have a spare. And uh, his spare, for some reason, he went to a junkyard and got a spare, and it was the complete wrong spare. And we were in the middle of the desert and uh, could not get a spare, and we were stuck in uh the desert of Vegas for like probably a good six hours. So we're just ribbing this guy, getting as high as possible and like just berating him like a motherfucker and like telling him he's the biggest piece of shit for like hours and hours and hours. Oh and, uh, yeah, then he became, uh, the very first ever, uh, Jaspi. And if you don't know what the Jaspi is, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of our lingo. Uh, for a complete asshole or piece of shit that fucks up too much, so we oh. call people jaspies oh. a lot. So, so like kind of like um, kind of like numpty dumb fuck. Yeah, yeah like a like a like a, 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 a meaner jabroni. Yeah, well, numpty, numpty, <laughs> there you is, go. <laughs> numpty is cousin to Humpty, but not as smart. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Man, I just took a fat uh, hit. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> what? Well, right, oh then. my god, this is oh this is this is hilarious. Cool. So, All right. We're we're smoking on these uh gorilla glue cookies right now. It's some purpley, oh. crystally greeny stuff. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Oh. Hold on a second. Oh crap. My See, I get mine in jars, and I think it's Pink Kush, because, well, there's no freaking name on my freaking jar, freaking asshole. But it, it's, I, I think it's Pink Kush. It might be Pink Kush. I don't it's Pink something. <laughs> if I get marijuana and it, it doesn't have a name on it, I'll just call it whatever I want. Usually the gimmick. Yeah. The gimmick. You know, I got yeah. the gimmick or... You know, you want some of this Lego maniac? Lego maniac. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, that is hilarious. That is hilarious. Lego maniac and become a freemaker. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sorry. I watched. Oh. Get sponsored by Legos and get high. Yeah. See, I, I watched <laughs> there Lego you go. Star Wars and shit. So yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> Anything Star Wars? Come on. Now. Oh, I'm I, a bet, I bet, I bet, I bet, I bet Lego Star Wars watching that would be a, it's, would it's be a great. real trip if you're stoned. It's, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I'm fucking high all day, so I don't know the difference. So, <laughs> yeah. Right? I don't, I don't get high. I get straightened out. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> man, I get straightened out. So again, like, uh, like serious, my husband. He'd be sitting in his chair and he's in, in, and he's falling back to sleep. About ten minutes, fifteen minutes after he gets up, he'll roll himself a joint and wake the fuck up. And it's just the way he does. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, I, need, right away. I need weed to wake up in the right morning. Away. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm up for about well, I let my because I have uh, asthma and shit like that. There, I let my lungs wake up for about an hour. Yeah, my lungs don't wake up. For about an hour after I do, so cause, so if I smoke a joint while well, my lungs are waking up, I'm I'm screwed. It's just a waste. I'll just cough and gag and choke. Yeah, 
weed is weed is helpful for everything. I mean, uh, a lot of people can't. Yeah, a lot of people can't smoke weed and wrestle, or smoke weed while they're wrestling. But uh, I feel like it's a it's a talent that me and my brother have, and a lot of people cannot do this talent. But uh, uh, we love this talent, man. Like we go on road trips, and uh, if if it's a twelve hour road trip, we have to have at least twelve blunts or twelve joints. And mainly, if it's like a yeah, that's a long trip. You got to have a lot of weed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of fucking weed. That sounds about right, you know. And and oh smoking in the car is the best. I don't care what anybody says. I love smoking in the car. Fucking <laughs> great. Hey, had had my day of it. I I've done it. I died like I said right at the of top course. of the program. I admit, I I did it back in the day. So all right. Speaking of, we are at the top that of the, the hour, so rolling, we're gonna go so. ahead take take a break. Um. So that way you guys can refresh your calls. Um, uh, you guys, yeah, will you'll want to go ahead, uh, disconnect, yep. and call right and back in, and that, and I have so, to as um, well. right. So uh, we'll be we'll be back in about four minutes. Uh, you're uh, you're hanging out with the Stoner Brothers on Wrestling Authority Radio. Yeah.
professional wrestling, entertaining action that attracts a crowd and provides excitement at a fair or festival. The right promotion will have professionally trained talent with professional grade ring gear and equipment. Fairgoers will want to see more of them and attend ticket events in the area. Bringing the wrong promotion, not vetting their credentials, you could end up with an embarrassing disaster. The talent may have no ring gear, little or no professional training, aren't family friendly, and perform so poorly, you'll wish they'd return to the backyard they came from. Burned organizers won't chance bringing in pro wrestling ever again, shutting out legitimate promoters. And the fairgoers, if they want to see wrestling, will only go to WWE events. If you want live professional wrestling at your fair or festival, don't get burned. Check their credentials before you book. A public service announcement from the Nosebleed Seats. You can contact us on Facebook for more information. Central Illinois Pro Wrestling. And I admit, talking about all this uh, smoking weed and stuff gave me the munchies. So I'm sitting here with yeah, a bag well, of chips. I, well, I don't know where the Stoner Brothers went. Yeah, well, I, I messaged and <laughs> told them to the you know, call back in. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe they, maybe they ran for some more munchies or, you know, or some, or some more weed. Who knows? <laughs> but anyway, welcome back to... Hour two of Everybody Must Get Stoners. <laughs> yeah, Everybody Must uh, Get Stoners. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. We're just waiting for them um, to Sean, call back. Hopefully they will. Yeah. Oh, here they are. Oh, here they, they are. are. I'll just put them on. Hi, honey. Yeah. Hey, we made it back. <laughs> we had to take a dad break. <laughs> oh, I knew that. I, I, I figured it was, the, I thought it was a munchie break, but I, okay, dad break, same shit, leads to the munchies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've, been talk, we've been talking so much about weed that I, that uh, I had to grab myself a bag of chips because I started, because I started getting the munchies again. I think, yeah. I don't know, just tell Tell the truth, old man. You got a contact buzz. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what can you say? I mean, you talk hey. about weed for an hour. I mean, it's it's definitely bound to happen. <laughs> I used to I used to have friends in college that would sit next to me for the contact buzz after lunch. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I, I shovel my food in, run to the park, smoke a big two big fucking spliffs. Because my buddy would eat his his uh, my buddy in the summer months and whatnot well the warmer months he'd go he'd go across the street to the park and it was really cool because he'd he'd eat his lunch I'd scarf mine down in the cafeteria run run across the street through a field seriously <laughs> smoke smoke a, two huge two papers and go back to class. <laughs> you gotta get those yep. giant papers. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were the one and a quarters. They're one and a quarter length. They're the long ones. I like them. Oh man. So yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm smoke two of those. I'm surprised. (laughs) Boy, Sean Sean, Sean's gonna sit here. Sean's gonna sit there. He's gonna listen to the first hour of this, and he is going to be kicking himself that. You know, 
instead of FedEx that uh, you know he should have been he should have been here. Well, um, speaking of, you know, sometimes you make choices in life and they're the wrong ones. Um, but you know what? They they might lead to something better. But you know what? Probably not. You probably fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, a chant, a chant heard many, many times in the ECW arena. <laughs> you fucked out. Why do you think I just said it? You fucked up. You fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's ever and... been one of those. Of my, personal, uh, my personal favorite is you're an asshole. That's my personal favorite. <laughs> my my yeah. favorite chant uh, ever was uh, at a hood slam, and uh, me and my brother were wrestling each other in this match called Three Stages of Stoner because uh, uh. we were feuding at the time. And the first uh, uh, part of the match was an arm wrestling match, which... Uh, he burnt my hand, so he beat me because we were both smoking blunts at the table of the arm wrestling. <laughs> and then the second match was uh, we did a debate. And uh, uh, we did the whole Billy Madison scene where the guy at the end uh, can't get the right answer out, and then he just, like, pulls a gun out and, like, uh, <laughs> talks about business ethics. And the whole crowd the chanted business ethics. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Oh my gosh! John Love yeah, that. there's been a lot Love of that. great chants at Hood Slam. There's been a John Wilkes Booth chant. Uh, <laughs> what is another one? What are some What are some good ones? Uh, Mega Mangina. Mega Mangina. Yeah, that was a good one. Mega Man <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, that's I mean, you know, yeah, the Hood Slam roster, I mean, you guys have got some you know, there's there's a lot of you know, really off the off the wall characters that uh that you guys have in your shows. I mean, you know, you guys, um of course Sam is dark chic. Um, and one that, uh, definitely got to talk about because that was, uh, L because just because I like the name drugs, bunny, drugs, bunny, drugs, bunny is on his honeymoon right now. He just got married. Uh, yeah, he's in, he's in, uh, powder heaven. Oh, wow. Well, cool. Good for him. Good for him. That's 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 excellent. Um, so, in fact, uh, one of our friends um, from from the show here just uh, recently uh, made his made his debut with you guys. Uh, Royce Isaacs was Royce. there for the first time. So, I like that guy. how fun? Yeah, I don't. I, 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 I don't. I don't uh, I like Royce Isaac. He's he's a funny guy. He's and he's good at wrestling. And he yeah. gets he gets uh he knows how to have fun. 
that's a plus. That's a plus. Oh yeah. Well, next time, next time he comes and he works uh, hood slam with you guys, ask him about uh, ask him about the show that he did in Japan on the moving train. Oh shit! On a moving. I will. On a moving train. Yeah. I think yes, I saw they, that. Yes, they. Yeah, I. Yeah, you saw that because I had to. You, I had you watch that before, before yeah. he came on the last time. So, and yeah, he definitely, he definitely said he enjoyed himself. So, um, <laughs> so I think you guys, yeah. You know, had, um, in fact, actually, uh, let's see. I think um, in a few weeks, if I'm remembering right. You guys are actually coming out, uh, coming out my direction because I'm out by Chicago. Uh, you're going to be um, involved uh, with with uh, some friends of mine, uh, um, Kaiju Attack Wrestling. That oh, that 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 already happened. That was uh, oh, that happened? two weeks ago. Oh, it was two weeks ago. Oh man. Yeah. So how'd you guys how'd you guys like how'd you guys like it out here? And uh, the uh, building and everything. Me and my brother, me and my brother did not go. Uh, it was Dark Sheik, uh, Drug Bunny, Serial Man, and Chupacabra. Oh, oh man, because yeah, because you guys were uh, originally uh, billed on there because I because I had uh, told the promoter, who's a longtime friend of mine, that uh, uh, can't do can't do a hood slam show without the Stoner Brothers. And that then uh no. so he's Oh. Oh. Well I'll tell you what, if there's a, if there's a return, you guys have got to come out then for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That sounds Indeed. fun. We we wanted to come out to this uh this this other one, but uh we had some prior bookings. Oh damn. Oh, okay, okay. So um now you talk about uh um heading up to Portland, uh um, who who are you gonna who are you gonna be working for up there? We are uh, there's uh, Portland's Best Buds. It's a dispensary. They're doing Ooh. a fundraiser for uh, hunger. Some kind of like hunger gimmick. I, I I can't tell you off the top of my head, but uh, that is gonna go on Saturday. And then Sunday we are working for uh, BCW Blue Collar. Okay. And uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Up, okay, uh, Blue Collar, right? Yeah. So we're coming up with three of our students, and uh, you know we're just gonna show the state of Oregon that uh, um, we're we're good at what we do. Yeah. That's pretty sad. So, oh, oh my God, Sean, 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 let's go. Sean, Sean just, Sean just messaged us, and it, and if you, and if you read it right, it would be obscene. <laughs> oh my God, I'm coming. <laughs> oh my God, I'm coming. <laughs> job is, he's being real gaspy right now. <laughs> uh, I have tears. <laughs> oh no. 
Uh, <laughs> we've done it. We've done it, Tour. Uh, twice, twice in one, twice in one show. This is this is a record. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, nice job, Katie. And then she goes back to hurry up and hurry come. Up and come. <laughs> uh, See you, Em. Speaking, speaking of coming. <laughs> Come He's on, here. Let's go. <laughs> Yay. Shauna Finn. Yes, yes, yes. You asshole. You had to do that, didn't you? Excuse me. It was just wrong. <laughs> it's just wrong. That was just uh, wrong. <laughs> yeah. It was a stoner fart. All right. Yep. Stoner John, fart. Say hello. Say hello to the stoner brothers. <laughs> hello. Oh. Oh, you just got you just got whooped. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, shot. Like Not a lot. Just got home from running some errands because uh, I don't drive myself, and Mama just got off work, so I had to run some last-minute errands before I could get on here. Um, so, Stoner Brothers, you've probably been talking for the last hour, and I haven't heard any of it. So, we're gonna go ahead and uh, kind of rehash some of this. So tell me, okay. tell me. Keyword, what hash. He said hash. Yeah, I mean, he said hash. I haven't, you know what? I haven't had any good hash in a while, man. It's a little expensive and shit, you know? <laughs> I like finger hash. I like trimming weed and then getting the finger hash. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, seriously, the only ones I hear say that are my, are my friends on the East Coast. So fucking A. Yeah. Hold on. We'll we'll get we know what it's all. Wait, but off the scissors. So what are what are we rehashing, Sean? Well, talk to me about where the stoner gimmick came up with. Uh, Obviously, we know Brittany Wonder from Hood Slam, and we know that she's a big pothead. So you probably hang out with her. (laughs) Yeah, she hangs out with us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're gonna get this smoke session started the right way. Well, every day I bless and get high You can see the flames in my eyes Me I go smoke some ganja now Me I go smoke some ganja now Now, now wait, now wait a second Are we partying or are we having the last of in communion now? Yeah, we're we're partying. Party. Uh, we're 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 partying. So you asked uh, where the Stoner Brother gimmick came from. Earlier yeah. we were talking about uh, wrestlers that we grew up on, and the Steiner Brothers were the the tag team that we grew up on. So um, we smoke a lot of weed, and we're known for that in the wrestling business already. So we thought none other than to be the Stoner Brothers. Actually, Sam wanted us to be the Blunt Brothers first, and we were going to be like. Uh, some kind of like like Philly and Swisher or yeah. some shit, some something like that. And then we're like, nah, we'll be the Stoner Brothers. And then uh, we just took their names, which was Rick Rick and Scott Steiner, and uh, mixed them up. So I'm Scott Rick Steiner, and he is Rick Scott Steiner. Stoner. 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 And then you know if if, if we need if the Stoner Brothers. What's that? They have the they have the Steiner recliner. What do you have? It's a stoner recliner. Okay, good. I had to be yeah. sure. I had to be yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, and then you, then you got like the stoner screwdriver. 
Oh boy. And there's uh, uh, the High Times, of course. The high Times, which yeah. we don't really do. Uh, no. no. And then there's uh, the the Hyphy movement. That's one of the the moves. Uh, there's also the the contact eye. Uh, uh, and then our and then our finishing move is the Riz Bomb, and we also have a move called the Something Nasty because it's just something nasty. As long as it's not the uh, Joey Ryan dick spot, I'm okay with it. No, nah, man, we got Joey Ryan's dick high, and that fool didn't touch us. <laughs> you got somebody's dick high, okay? Man. Did you? There was there's a clip going around of. So we tie him up in the ropes, and my brother's holding him, and I hit the blunt and then pull his tights and blow a fat hit into his crotch, and then he starts selling that his, his dick is high, and, uh, <laughs> and then he, his, his, dick, his dick got the munchies throughout the match and ate my, oh and, my, and ate my brother's chips. <laughs> yeah. That's fucked up. You could, you could watch it on the Hood Slam Twitch. It's on there. Oh my lord! Sweet, Mary oh. Joseph. Well, I tell you who are some good old boys that you two could throw down and have a total smoke session with. They are known as Devin Mason and Neil Diamond Cutter. Well, I've never heard of them. Who are those guys? <laughs> I love those guys. Those guys are awesome, man. We met them for the first time. I want to say. Uh, when we did our WWE tryout, we went to uh, I think it was like a pro wrestling fusion show when we were out there and FIP or FIP whatever whatever the fuck it was. But uh, we've heard of them and people told us they were a lot like us, and so we kind of knew each other from like acquaintances. So when we seen each other, we were like, "Oh, cool, those guys," and they were like, "Oh, cool, those guys." And then we got high together a bunch and, like, made fun of a bunch of people. And then we saw chickens <laughs> in a tree. Yeah, and then there were chickens in a fucking tree while we were getting high. Chickens in a tree. <laughs> I've seen chickens go into a tree. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. And then uh, last year, last year we went to, uh, um, I don't know if you guys know of Manimal. Uh, we went to, he runs a benefit show in Illinois for a little girl named Tess every yeah. year. Uh yeah, that's okay. that's I think that's going down on Saturday also. Yes, it is. Um we did it we did it last year. We brought a couple of our students down there and we wrestled them down there also and then we went and like partied with them after and had a great time. Uh we got lost in Illinois for like four hours. Cause of some <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it was like three in the morning and then the, the bridge wasn't open or the ferry wasn't open yet, so we couldn't cross and we I don't know, we were we were lost and high and whatever. we got home eventually. <laughs> oh, now that's the match that uh I would pay to see. The Stoner Brothers versus the Hooligans in a who can pass out first match. Who can smoke the most weed? None of us are passing out. It's going to be a long fucking match. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. You know, they do a lot with JCW, and uh, they've been loyal to JCW. I think JCW needs to get some of the stoner boys. Uh, We would... We wrestled there 
uh, one time before we were the Stoner Brothers. Before we were the Stoner Brothers, uh, and uh, we do a lot of the same double teams that we did back then, and we were wrestling their tag champs at the time, which was, I think I want to say, the Thomasellis under masks. And uh, they they wanted to do certain stuff, and then we get out there, and the ring is like a 12 by 12. And all our moves are fucking huge, so, like, we end up, like, uh, double-bealing one of them across the ring and almost putting him in like a tree of woe and like he like got hurt and then within we we just beat the shit out of him and then we never uh they never really brought us back after that <laughs> well i, I want to say thank you for beating up the Thomasellis because we have a vendetta against them so thank you oh yeah you guys don't like them oh no they have a podcast called uh on one gimmick world on their little Whatever the fuck it is, station, and they they yeah, make a mockery know, of the we business. We know about that. Yeah, and we've heard uh, we've we've heard and been on their podcast. They they tried to put us on their podcast right after our WWE tryouts, and we went on there and they pretty much tried to just bury us. So I have no respect for those guys. Well, they are also responsible Bravo. guys for uh, the Mike Awesome Challenge, which. If you don't know what that is, obviously Mike Awesome committed suicide. So they're asking yeah. other people to go out there and commit suicide. I find it vile and disgusting. I think anybody that's yeah. a part of the wrestling business should never ask somebody to do that. Um, you know, we lost a great deal of wrestlers uh, just recently. We just lost one to suicide. So it's not <laughs> something I take lightly and not something that I joke with. Um, and I don't think that they had the right to joke about it either. They also made light of Sean O'Hare's uh, unfortunate passing. So I have no respect for those guys whatsoever. And they've come up with rumors and posted shit on Facebook, pictures of me and Steve with dicks in our mouths and all of yeah, this other shit. Disgusting. You know, and I mean, they can just, yeah. Yeah, that's so so you, that. you must know their ringleader, Mr. Joey Eastman. God, I can't fucking stand that guy. I will be glad when that guy dies so I can piss on his no, grave. Do, 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 do. We do not say things like that. Yeah, let's, let's, me- let's, thought, let's mellow and let's get back to having fun, The thoughts, ideas, and, and words are not those. Take a bong rip, Sean. <laughs> yeah, take yeah, a bong yeah, rip. Yeah, you need a bong rip. Um, but we don't we don't like those individuals. They have tried to sabotage this show. They wanted to have Steve Kane fired. They wanted me gone. They told they told Katie pretty much fire everybody and just do the show herself. Yeah. First first it came you know at first first it was Steve because Steve was the one that they had an axe to grind with. He he told me straight up. He says yeah I'll I'll stop doing everything that I'm doing and I'll stop right away if you fire if you fire Steve. I'm just like, uh, I don't even have that power to do that. You know? And I've told this story too many times. Huh. Well, I say uh, <laughs> I have one word for those guys. Jaspies. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Kill it there. Yeah, Sean, Sean, listen to the replay and you'll understand what that what that term means. <laughs> I had to step away for a, for a second to get a drink because I'm hitting this bong, and 
Don't want to get cut mouth like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have your liquid. Uh, yes, you gotta have oh. your liquids. Um, liquid, you know, oh, yeah. these, these are water. two guys that uh, mean business. I don't know why they haven't been booked more in Illinois. I did not know they were in Illinois for the benefit for tests last year, but uh, that is always a great cause. And, um, man, we have a lot of fun up here in Illinois. I think, I think it would be cool to bring in the Stoner Brothers, but the only problem is there'd be me and the Stoner Brothers in some back room while Steve Kane's trying to run the show, and we'd all yeah. be high. Yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. be high. That's not a problem. <laughs> that's okay. I'm sure you got to make room for the hooligans, too, man. <laughs> I love the hooligans. Uh, they, them, and I have had some words over oh, we the, love the yeah. um, over the course of time. But I respect them, and they have done a lot for the business. And at the end of the day, they need to have a little bit of respect for me because I was one of the first guys in Illinois to give them a chance. Uh, one of my friends was booking them over in Iowa, and I said, "Who the hell are these guys? Because they're good." And I, I talked to Steve Kane, and I talked to Ed Schumann, and I said, "Look, we're going to book these guys." I said, I'm going to give him a shot. And Ed Schumann was so impressed by the hooligans that, unfortunately, it didn't happen before he died, but he had plans to make them the next NWA World Tag Team Champions. He would have had his way. And I thought that was great. I thought that was absolutely great. Here is a group of guys that can work. They understand the psychology, which not everybody gets, and they have a connection which not everybody has. You can't put two guys together and get the connection like the Stoner brothers have or like the hooligans have, or even Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels have from knowing each other all that time. You know, tag team wrestling lacks because everybody wants to throw two guys together and call them a tag team. It doesn't work like that. No, no, it does not. If there's no chemistry there, you can't build chemistry. You can try. But it's going to be hard. Yeah, and then, you know, if you got two singles guys in the matches, uh, they're not going to be doing, like, impressive tag team moves or uh, anything, you know. Uh, the chem- like you said, the chemistry is going to be off. It's not going to be – it's not going to gel as, as good. Yeah, like, when we – when guys asked us what they want to do in their match uh, or asked us what we want to do in our match – what, like 99% of the time we're like double teams. That's all we want. And everything else is on the fly. And like our, our double teams speak for themselves. They're innovative and powerful. And like uh, not a lot of teams can do what we do together. And yeah, the hooligans are one of those teams that click and have like cool moves like that also. It's so like, I think tag teams need to get up and realize that uh tag team uh, is tag team wrestling, man. Do shit together. Quit looking out well, for yourself. Go out and train together. Well, and that's just it. None of these people train together. Oh. And it, if you don't train together, yeah. you can't develop together. You can't grow oh, together can't. as a tag team. I mean, my God. I had a tag team book for my last show. I believe they're out of Tennessee. They're called Controlled Chaos. Uh, Colby Howard and, uh, oh, God, what uh, – no, that's not his wrestling name. That's his real name. Um, Hex Johnson and oh, what the hell is the other one's name? I can't remember right now because it's stoned. Um, it happened. Because <laughs> he got high. 
Yeah, seriously, because he got high, because he got high, uh, because he got high. You know, they're, they're <laughs> a good tag team. The thing for me is I'm a stickler, and I think J.D. will agree with me on this, who is back with us. Good tag team wrestling, you can't just build overnight. You can if you have two good tag teams. But if you don't have two good tag teams, your tag team division is going to suffer. And I think tag team wrestling is an important part of every wrestling show. Every wrestling event that goes on needs that one big, hot tag team match. Um, and if you can't have that, then you shouldn't be promoting, in my book. Because yeah. tag team wrestling is not dead. There are plenty of good tag teams out there. We're talking to two great guys on the line right now uh, yeah. that are two solid guys that could go toe-to-toe with some of yep. the best. Um, you know, that's the thing. And we, have, don't so. book, we don't book guests on this show that are nobody and have never gone anywhere. Um, we've had a lot of guests that have actually gone on to greener pastures. And I don't mean, I mean that you, in that way. You talked to one. What? You got to do what for how many cookies? I didn't uh, Just throw on the ribbon. On this ribbon, Brittany Wonder. I'm sorry. Okay. All good. All good. <laughs> we love Brittany Wonder. We need to talk to her again real soon. No, she's not. Awesome. a while. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um... You know, the thing about it is this. If wrestling, and I, and I don't mean to get on my bandwagon, but I'm going to wrap up last night because we didn't really get to wrap it up. There are other companies on the list that Steve and I went over last night that were not named. They will be named in the future because there are a lot of promotions that don't get it. As we said last night, the magic number for a wrestling show to be drawing and making money should be between 250 and 300 people. If you're not pulling 250 to 300 people, you are not making money. Unless you're getting the venue for free and the workers for free and everything for free. You can't make money. You're right, brother. Dude, dude Jack, let me tell you something, Jack. Dude, uh, you're correct. <laughs> oh, God. But it's the truth. It's the truth. No, he's he's totally right. We're ribbing, but he's totally right. You're right. Numbers right. Uh, You know, uh, get 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 your feeders out there, man. Go flyer. Go fucking get a cheap commercial or something. I don't. I don't fucking know. But you know what helps, man. You know. You know what our thing is. Is we we all. uh, It's like support your local businesses. Support your local art and theater shit, you know, if there's a random, like, I don't know, fucking art show over here or uh, a metal show, at a, a concert or something like if that's in Oakland, like we'll all try to go over there. Cause you know, they're, they're all working on the same grind that we are, you know? So if everybody I, goes out and supports yeah. something or tries something different, uh, you know, people will get in seats. Yeah. I agree. Well, and the I thing about it is, in seats. The thing about it is, uh, you know, wrestling commercials, unless you're in a huge metropolitan area, uh, commercials on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown aren't really as expensive as what promoters think they are. 
because uh, I've done it. I've done it several times. Uh, there's only been one event in history that I've done, not done television commercials on, and it pays off. Asses are in seats. The word gets out there, and it's the what is your what is your market? Your market is the people that are watching wrestling on Monday and Tuesday nights. So that's the market you want to hit. Everybody has made it complicated and go, oh, our me our, our market is what we get off Twitch and what we get off YouTube and and what we get off the Fight app and this and that. Look, mm-hmm. all of that stuff is great, but. At the end of the day, people are tuning in to Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Yep. Yeah. And Impact. You, you know, you know what I've seen? And ROH. You know, I've never seen anybody try to tap into, uh, you know, you go to a movie, right? And at the beginning, it has all this advertising time. I've never seen anything about wrestling, and I've been to a lot of movies. I always thought that that was a great idea, but the problem is the theaters want a lot of money for that, and by the time you put the ad up and have the ad made, it's not worth it. So you have to make a deal with that theater and get them to come down on price and get some barter. You have to barter. I feel like barter it's, I feel like it's all. Go ahead. It's all about like uh, the, the 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 promotion though. Like like if we did that. It would be okay because we run the same date every show. It's always the first Friday of every month at the same spot, so we can right. like that would be okay for us. But like if a different promotion was running at a different spot the next month than they were before, I could see that being a big deal. Well, and it's not only that; it's the cost involved. I mean, if they want three hundred dollars, my money is better spent spending three hundred dollars where I know that wrestling fans are going to see it. So that's why a lot of promoters steer away from doing the movie theater thing. If we could get the movie theater thing at a good deal, I'd be all over it because it's, it's another form of advertising. We talked about it last night. The thing that you don't see anymore is flyers on telephone poles and people going out and firing fairs and festivals with a shit big stack of flyers, a whole crew of people, and they don't leave until the flyers are gone. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't yeah, see I feel, it. I feel like people rely on the internet too much now. Well, and the internet Thank is God. great, but the internet is also uh, a demon spawn because it can be very detrimental to the wrestling business at the same time it's helping it. So, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, You're right because promoters, quote unquote, and I use that term loosely, get lazy. They think that, you know, hey, we just put it. We just put it on Facebook. We put it on Twitter. We put it on Instagram, and we're going to pack the house. And they don't sit there and realize that hey, you have to go out and do more serious legwork to get the name out there and let people know that a you exist and b. You're going to have this event on such and such a day at such and such a time, and we're going to make it, you know, so must be there that you feel like you, you know, your your life is over if you don't show up. Well, and that's the way every wrestling show should be. Um if it doesn't feel like that to the fans, you're doing it wrong. 
okay? I broke down and cried the night that I found out King Kong Bundy was going to be 30 miles away, and my mom said we couldn't go. I threw the biggest tantrum in the world because I never thought he'd be back in the area, and then a couple couple months later he was again, and I got to meet him. But it was one of those things you you have to make the fans feel that this is a life-or-death situation. You either got to be there or you better be dead because the only way you're going to get to hear about this and, and really see what goes on is to be there. And that, that also comes down to storyline. Some of these people will write the most insane storylines that I've ever heard in my life. It doesn't have to be complicated. It needs to be simple. If it's kept simple, short and sweet and to the point, it'll make money every time. The reason that some of these people aren't making money off their storylines is because they over-condolute them. And, you know, I've said it before and I'll say What? I said, if they even have storylines. Oh, that too. Some people just have matches and, and nobody knows what the point of the two guys being in the ring is. That's not the way wrestling, you know, used to be. If there's not a no. point for those guys being in that ring and there's not a real grudge between them, there's Something. no fight. No, that's what I like about uh, about Hood Slam is because Sam has the mind to – he'll do a storyline for two and a half years. And, like, people won't realize it until it's done and they'll be like, holy shit. And then, like, just the more time you put into shit and, like, thought – like the more shit makes sense and especially if you're doing a show once a month every month at the same place and like you're getting a lot of the same crowd but like a lot of not the same crowd for like for one we don't have any kids in our crowd um, right and that's right. like the one that's uh, you kind of really can't compare us to indie companies because we don't have kids and we and we don't go to like, uh, I don't know, Walmarts and Flyer will, like, go to bars and, like, concert shows to get the adults to, like, the party because that's our that's our people, you know? Right. Exactly. Now, you, know, you know your demographic. Yeah. <laughs> we have a company here in Illinois that thought it would be a great idea to run all-ages shows in a field next to an adult film store and a strip club. Where you can get a handy and a glory hole. Oh. Second floor and a video. All in the same place. <laughs> that, should come with like a, that should come with like a liability waiver, you know? Yeah, really. <laughs> it's like, it'd be like, it's like a bungee jumping ride, you know? If you go bungee jumping, you're going to sign a liability waiver. Well, if you want to get into this show... You know, it's going to get slippery. So you, we're going to need to find this. Oh, man. I wish you were with when first started talking you, about and this. You could, right. And you, could get, and you could get an STD. Yeah. Not may. Could. <laughs> will. Yeah. Oh, we're the body glove thing. We're uh-huh. out there. Well, and I don't know. I... See, something like that should have been 21 and up in my book. And Hood oh, Slam, yeah, I think, is 18 and up, which is fine. Um, you we're know, 20, the only thing we're 21 got, and up. 
There you go. Yeah. So, and that's that's the way. If it's going to be a more adult themed show, that's what it's got to be, because yeah. you can't risk children being exposed to that, because then you get parental organizations involved, and it blows up into this big thing, and, and it becomes a big yeah. stink. And the moment it becomes big stink, the it starts you drawing do. down your fan base. Yeah, and and I feel like uh, millennials ain't gonna get like eighty percent of the shit we do there because we're all like nineties, eighties, and nineties kids. So right, uh, we do a lot of pop culture stuff, you know. So if, if the kid right. shows up, what the hell is that? I don't know what a Beavis and Butthead yeah. is. Who the hell are Beavis and Butthead, Ma? And then his mom got. <laughs> So, what is your biggest accomplishment as the Stoner Brothers? I mean, as the Stoner Brothers, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. How do you want to answer that, Scotty? Uh, probably just like what where we're at right now. Like uh, we wrestle consistently for the same company once a month, if not two to three times a month for the same company. We have our own dojo that we train at four days a week. Uh, we have our own podcast on Mondays on Twitch. Wicked. Uh, this is our this is our lifestyle. This is what we do, and we're on top of our own world right now. High point. There you go. Fucking A. I like that. Fucking A. That's well, that's cool. I mean, mean, we could have said a lot of things like, you know, we've won a bunch of belts or this or that and, you know, tryouts with this or. uh, But uh, my brother's right, man. Like, uh, our our passion right now is uh, passing on all the knowledge we know while bettering ourselves also. So we got like a school of like 24 students, man. And we bust our ass four days a week in that ring. And, uh, they're right there next to us. And if they're not, uh, you know, they, they're not meant to be here. So, you know, we're not trying to take people's money. We're trying to make wrestlers. <laughs> there you go. And there's a difference between people that can train somebody right. And somebody that's, uh, will train somebody wrong because they weren't trained right themselves. Exactly. Because there's a lot of that going around the wrestling business. Let me play this for you guys. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You want to be a professional wrestler but are tired of waiting to hit the ropes? You feel like you're ready to wrestle in the main event just by watching an episode of SmackDown? Well, come to the Kaj Hills Wrestling Alliance where no experience is necessary. Step in our ring and spend as much or as little time as you want. Get yourself ready, and we'll book you in all our events. Only you know best when you're prepared to conquer the world. Don't spend months and years slaving under arrogant prima donna veterans who have you pay to put up and take down the ring. Join us at CHWA, and you'll be wrestling front millions when we broadcast your matches live online. CHWA, where training is optional, because we share your desire to live your fantasy right now. Call us today. 
Is that real? Yes, that is real. No way. Yeah. Yes. I mean, commercial's cool. fake, but the organization is real. Yeah. Huh. Well, um, damn, that was the shittiest commercial they could have put out. It was informal, but <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Here's the next one. More Backyard Wrestling. Brothers and sisters, are you wanting to become a professional wrestler? I said, brothers and sisters, are you wanting to become a professional wrestler? But you don't want to pay the dues of actually going through real training, going from town to town, setting up rings, putting them down, and actually learning how to do these things. Well, you don't have to, because hallelujah, you can come to Revolution Wrestling, and you can learn using our patented training method of watching Raw and SmackDown and trying to learn those moves. And if you get hurt, well, we don't have no insurance, but by golly, I'm a minister, and I do have connections with the man upstairs, and we will pray for you to get healed. Hallelujah. Now, if you want to become a professional wrestler and amaze and entertain your family and friends, we guarantee that you will be able to be a professional wrestler within just two weeks using our patented training method. So come on down, join us at Revolution Wrestling. That's right, Revolution Wrestling, where we don't train by the normal methods. We like the backyard way best. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, and pass the offering plate because we need your money. Amen. Uh, you, just, you just put my brother to sleep. Hans, <laughs> <laughs> okay, wake him up. Wake up. Because you guys have probably worked for some of these Sorry. promotions as well. Sorry, I, I made that noise. Tax Refund Promotions presents Professional Wrestling, a show that will not actually happen. Starring pictures of former WWE, Impact, and Ring of Honor stars that we're going to put on our poster just to lure you suckers into the building even though they will not actually be appearing. Featuring the pictures of the real wrestlers who will just be local jabronis that we're getting for a hot dog and a handshake. All this will take place inside of the neighborhood bar that we're getting for the cost of a case of beer. And the ring will be our homemade wooden ring because, no, we can't afford a real, actual, safe wrestling ring. Liability insurance? You must be crazy. We can't afford that either. I'm not getting that much of a refund check back. All we can really afford is the beer and the posters. So, Mommy, get my tax refund check ready and get it signed over to me because I want to hurry up and play wrestling promoter. Tax Refund Wrestling, not coming soon to a location near you.
Oh, no. Are these the things? The are these the spreads on YouTube? Uh, we do have them on YouTube. Uh, there's a video that actually goes with one of these. I forget which one, but uh, the Reverend we don't have the a Reverend video for tax Reverend refund Reverend. wrestling. We don't have a video for tax refund wrestling. We need to work on that. Reverend that would be awesome. <laughs> Oh, tax refund wrestling. And then there's this one. This is the last Uh-oh. one, I swear, guys. Okay. All right. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to become a wrestler, a referee, or a manager? Well, then you got to come and join us at Welfare Wrestling. we got some of the best trainers around. They've trained at Northwest Georgia Championship Wrestling, Southwest Florida Championship Wrestling, Alabama Championship Wrestling, and all them other there championship wrestlers. And we charge $10 worth of food stamps that our weekly show is behind Myrtle's Trailer Park. And that's what you get paid, food stamps. That way you can come and wrestle, and then you can go over to Floyd's and buy yourself that T-bone steak for $1.50. So come on down to one of our weekly training sessions Monday nights. Wednesdays right after church and Friday nights. Come to the training camp right behind Goober Piles gas station, maybe area RFD. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Y'all come down now. He, uh... <laughs> Y'all come down now. You hear? Y'all come down now. So oh we got welfare wrestling, so. we got tax refund wrestling, and and two backyard promotions. Tax oh, tax refund <laughs> yeah. is your favorite. I know it is. It is. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a wrestler. <laughs> they're, they're all they're all gonna draw crickets. No, they're gonna draw a lot of people dressed like empty chairs. That's what we say here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the only thing crickets are good of... for There's only one thing crickets are good for And that's feeding my two bearded dragons Izzy and Daisy All they're good for Fat and warm We had a leopard gecko that we used to feed crickets cool. His name was Gimmick Cool <laughs> Oh wow Izzy Boo and Daisy Lou you gotta, you gotta uh, get Oh man Dragons are cool Dragons are pretty cool too, but dragons are really cool. Yeah, they get big. All right, well, I'll tell you what. You told us, you told us the bad road story when you when you had the flat tire and the spare that you had wasn't the right size and that. How about you got any good funny road stories or embarrassing road stories? And like I said, it doesn't matter. You know, you can name names and. Go right ahead and embarrass them because what the heck, Al? Uh, hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, we were at this uh, hotel one time with, um, uh, who was with us? Uh, this was, this was back when, uh, no, I was yeah. Uh, so, anyways, we're we're all at the hotel, and uh, our buddy's getting like way drunk, and uh, we run into these other 
two people, this couple that we've never heard or seen of before. And uh, they somehow got into our hotel room with us. And this this guy's girl is like giving all the wrestlers massages. And he's, you could tell he's getting like way jealous. Um, so, so one of our buddies is like, Hey, uh, you know what? You look like you're getting mad. I'll let you, uh, uh, kick me, kick me in the balls. Go ahead. And, uh, Ouch. dude, dude is like, are you, are you sure, man? Like, like, I just want to get out of here. You know, like, why is, why is my lady touching all you guys? And he's like, dude, just kick me in the balls. It's all good. And he goes, kick him in the balls. And right before he like almost hit him, Punches him in the nose, and then dude leaves, but then his girl, like, doesn't go follow him. Uh, she she wants to stay with all the wrestlers, and she gets, um, we, we like, offer her ice for her boyfriend, and then, uh, and she, and then she leaves him out in the hallway and comes back, and she's, like, apologizing to all the wrestlers for, for her boyfriend being a douchebag. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's a that's good just, one. Oh you my know, god! That just, that, just, that just sounds like that just sounds like my husband trying to apologize for me trying to punch somebody. Okay, up folks, they in my you got face. about ninety. <laughs> you got about ninety seconds left. Call in now two one three nine four three three seven one nine. We're gonna roll into a little bit of the after party, um, because yeah. we can, and. Uh, <laughs> As we can. I'm gonna. And uh, you know, Hold I on. think uh, I think that it's it's uh, gonna bring me to my next question. Katie's recalling in. Hopefully, um, the next question I have is: There's been a lot of weird fans out there over the years. Uh, I was working at one company as a ring announcer, and I had a guy propose to me. I'm not kidding. Okay. And it really, I am gay, and it upset the current boyfriend that I had that was there working the door. He's like, "What the hell is this happy horseshit?" I said, "I swear to God, this has <laughs> never happened before. This has never happened <laughs> no, before." That's, 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 I'm laughing because that's my line. This is happy horseshit. <laughs> you see what I say? And, uh, and, yeah, yeah. The stalker fan. He gave me a yeah, ring, no. and the stalker fan kept coming back and the promoter's like just be nice to him flirt with him a little bit and he's like and then the guy found me online and found my email and kept emailing me every day i told the promoter i was like look you've got two options either i come or he comes we're both not going to be at the same show anymore so yeah he kindly told the guy that he had to go and it was it was flattering but it was like uh no like, no. I, don't, I don't need the reverse. I don't need the male version of a ring rat tracing me around. No, thank you. <laughs> now, wait, now, wait a second. Now, wait a second here. You know what? I got He's, one, too. Sean, just, Sean, Sean said that he gave Froder an ultimatum. Either I come or he comes. Okay. Who was stroking who at the time? <laughs> <laughs> Dutch rudder. No, they they were doing they were doing a Dutch rudder. Okay, that's what they were doing. <laughs> no, but I was no, I, mean, I I could just hear Sean now, and I don't care how much those knee pads cost you. You are not sucking my dick. 
So have you guys had any weird fans, male or female or even transgender, that have chased the Stoner Brothers? Um, uh, yeah, we get all sorts of people. Um, uh, I think the weirdest one was a fan that like would he came to like the first couple of years of Hood Slam, and then uh, uh, one day he was walking by and he seen all of us where we live. <clears throat> and uh, we were like, "Hey, man, come in, hang out with us." And he was he and he was like marking out so hard he like went to the store and got like some beer, and then we made this guy hit the six foot bong, and then he just broke down and started crying about like how much he loved all of us and uh, how everything was so crazy and amazing right now for like an hour and a half straight. We're just like listening to this guy cry and put us over. And then uh, he, like, threw up and then went home. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. It was really awkward. Awkward hour. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's some funny stuff right there. Um, have you guys ever had a fan that has tried to inappropriately touch you guys because – we had this happen with Ruby Rays, and yeah. Rays threw up on a fan. She she licked the side of her face, and she's what mm. Yeah, I love Rays. Well, um, I've definitely we've had fans touch us, especially at Hood Slam, because there's no chairs and everyone's up against the ring. But we usually give them the benefit of the doubt unless they're like totally like groping our ass. And even then, sometimes you're like, okay, you get one, but don't do it again. And then uh, usually after that, after that, if they do it again, I'll just act like I'm wiping my feet and like kick them in the face, <laughs> or like uh, something like that. You know? <laughs> or I'll throw them into the dive out, you know. <laughs> uh, just throw them into the ring post. Just leave me alone. <laughs> right. Well, I'll just be waiting outside for that uh, suicide dive, and then I'll just grab him and put him in front of me real quick. There you go. Oh, my God. He wants to be involved so much, you know. i got to let him be involved. Hey, there you go. There you go. Want to be involved? We're going to get you involved, fucker. Yeah, and then uh, there was this one time. It's uh, it's actually online. Uh, we were at a flea market, a flea market in Concord, and uh, uh-huh. Concord or Oakland. Either way, it was like me, myself, uh, my brother, uh, uh, Coach Joey Nugs, which he's a big fellow himself, and then uh, this guy, Super Beast, he's also a huge dude, and then like two other big dudes. Uh, and then some fan thought it was a good idea to get in the ring and slap my brother, and then he immediately got like clobbered by all of us, like bad. It was, you know, it was a bad decision. Sounds like. Mm. Sounds yeah. like really bad. There's a, there's a YouTube video of it. Oh wow. Oh really? Gonna have to send one of the boys the link. I'd love to see it. 
Yeah, yeah, we could do that. That'd be cool. Um, <coughs> if you go, oh my god, <coughs> come on now. Oh no, that's a bomb rip and a half right there. Oh, wow, that's yeah, bad. definitely. You see, you see, we call good bud kind bud. That bud is not being kind to him. No. I like me some kind bud. Cough to get off, mama. Cough to get off. No, man, that's, that's what we were putting over earlier. We uh, we were on Instagram live doing a video, and we were uh, hitting, uh, what was it? We had a, a little bong and a little pipe uh-huh. and a steamroller, and we were hitting all three of them at the same time with the same breath just so we can cough and work our abs out because we tell everybody that's our yeah. that's our cardio because <laughs> we don't do a lot of cardio. <laughs> And I feel like you know if 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 you're smoking if you're smoking nonstop and you're coughing like a motherfucker that's a good ass ab workout I'm telling you right now like uh, we'll go uh, in the morning we'll go into the bathroom and uh, do a little steam blunt if you haven't done that you roll up a blunt or a joint or whatever you want and you turn the shower on full blast on hot water. So it hot boxes the room with steam, gets you high, hot, and uh, makes you cough like a motherfucker. And uh, that is the greatest ab workout in the world. Eight-minute oh, yeah. dabs. Eight-minute yeah. dabs. <laughs> I'll, 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 no, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you straight up, man. Oh, smoking, my God. Smoking weed, smoking weed in a, oh my God, in a steam room is not as easy as it sounds, I'll tell you right now. Especially if you have... <laughs> Especially if you have asthma, like me. Like really bad asthma. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'll pass out real quick. <laughs> well, well, I don't oh suggest you do God. that. I don't suggest she does that either, but that's that's uh, yeah, right. Katie. She'll reach she'll yeah, it out. I haven't done it in years. It's got to be a good, I don't know, almost 25, 26 years since I did that. Just remembering that <laughs> Those are the best party. hits, though. Like, I'll, I'll take a hit of something, and I'll be like, oh, I almost blacked out. That was awesome. And then, <laughs> and then you just stop the oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have a come-to-Jesus moment. I'm going to die. Okay, I'm not. Especially with all these uh, these pen, these vape pens and cartridges these days. Like, some of that shit's that. real strong. Yeah. The oil and the and the dabs. Yeah. One of my friends just they, had a whole thing they, of wax that he showed me, and I'm like, dude. But you see, like, you see, you see, if you're doing wax and dabs and smoking a pipe or a bong or anything like that, that means you're not rolling a joint. That means that you're not saving your roaches. That means that 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 a couple of weeks down the line, that maybe you don't fucking have anything. You don't have anything. And well, I do. Like the baggie, I just trimmed up. Looked like about an ounce of weed. That's how many freaking brooches we had saved up. It was scary. <laughs> like shit. Generation. So, yeah. yeah, generation, generation, or generational is not even a word. It's great. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> a good crunchy roast joint. Yeah, man. Damn right. Oh jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is good. All cranky. Limey. Oh my gosh. 
Wow. Now, um, my lineage is good. <laughs> if you guys had to pick the Stoner Brothers pot strain, what would it be? Uh, Riz Bomb. Right? Frankenberry. Frankenberry? Uh, huh? Uh, the, uh, what was the one that they paid for us? It was supposed to get three out of us. Uh, I think it was this, like, Stoner OG. Stoner OG. <laughs> Stoner Brothers OG. Stoner G. I don't know. Stoner G. That's cool. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. Um, oh. It's the Stoner Brothers were to come out with their own weed strain tomorrow, what would it be named? Uh, what, would, uh, what, what would we name it, man? I would, um, I'd probably name it the, uh, the Riz Bomb. Yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, the Riz Bomb would be it. Because that's our finisher. And, uh, and it'd be Bomb. It would finish you. It would finish you. Oh, there you go. Switch fast with your sister so they can speak a joint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, Let's smoke another joint. My girlfriend's here. <laughs> well, we've got something yeah. for that. Yeah, get her sister nice and high so she passes out on the floor again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you don't. Okay, I gotta tell that story. I gotta tell. Oh man, you Okay, this one time at band camp, all right, me, my girlfriend Becca, and her sister Sarah, we decided we were going to go out to the bar. We went to the bar? Yeah, we went out to the bar one night, and, well, uh, I brought some weed cookies with me, okay? And I guess I fed, I fed Sarah her weed cookie a little too late, or, and she uh, woke up really fucking high. And I came out the next morning, was part of a hangover, and I looked down on the floor, and sure enough, there's Sarah, passed out, with her head on my weed pillow and cuddled up to my dog. <laughs> you know, ed- edibles are dangerous. You gotta, you gotta know your uh, milligrams on your edibles. <clears throat> I'm a, a high milligram I guy. A, I split a cookie. I split a cookie between my, me, and my girlfriend. And her sister, okay? That's how good these cookies are. And all three of them That's, were that's good. Because I, <laughs> awesome. I, I remember telling the taxi grab, cab driver my address and laughing in his face. <laughs> that's, cool. That's the last thing I really remember. <laughs> I have a good cookies. I, uh, I went to an after party once <laughs> and got so drunk... I was staying with friends in Chicago, and they were going back out to the bar after the after party, 
and uh, I was not I was not able to go because I did not have my ID because I had lost it. So I had the cab driver take me back to their place, and on the way home, I think we stopped at the Seven Eleven, and I'm like, "Hey, man, I got a pee," and the guy was, you know, Seven Eleven. Not being stereotypical, they're going to be stereotypical anyway. There's a lot of them owned by Indians. And I could not understand his English. So I'm like, no, it's cool, man. I'm going to go in and use your bathroom. And I go into his storage cooler, you know, behind the display of all the bottles. And there's a drain in the floor. And I'm like, cool, I can piss here. So he calls the cops. And I run out of there probably with my, you know, pants around my ankles. And, you know, run back to the cab, and I'm like, go, go, go. So then I sober up, and I'm, I'm not high anymore and all of that. So I call all the 7-Elevens, like, within a, like, five-mile radius of the house. And I'm like, did I pee on your floor? <laughs> did you find the 7-Eleven that you peed in their floor drain? Did you find them? No, I did not find it, thank God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you boy, you need some help. You just can't you just can't be peeing inside no matter if it's a drain or not. I hate you motherfuckers. Last week yeah, I think it was, it was yeah, last week, this fucking asshole, right? He's peeing on a fucking tree, okay? You see him shake his dick and put it back in, whatever, right? And he turns around and asks me for a cigarette. And I'm like, No, <laughs> no. And my husband's not giving you one either. I just saw what you did. I don't know where your fucking hand has been. Fuck you. Oh. It was like the nasty broad fucking daylight. And you're like what? Maybe a hundred you're like a hundred feet not even away from the from the freaking from the street. See how fucking high I am? I can't even speak. <laughs> I lost the power of speech. <laughs> That's just wrong. <laughs> like, I don't, like, if it's in an appropriate area, like, where there's bushes or in an alleyway oh, or something like that. Want to touch the honey? I don't care. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Want to touch we have the honey? We have descended, we have descended into anarchy. We have descended into madness. So madness is quite sick. And <laughs> uh, we don't mean macho no. madness. No. So no. you guys, you guys got us for like five more minutes, and then we have to take That's, off. But uh, hey, this has been fine. awesome. Well, we're gonna that, give you uh, the five minutes to promote your shit. Yeah, um, shit. Shit. What are we haven't said already? Uh, Stoner, you dojo. Uh, we're here in Oakland. Uh, 24th in San Pablo We train Tuesdays, Wednesdays Thursdays and Sundays um, From 5 o'clock To 9 o'clock You can find us on Facebook Stoner U Dojo Or Real Stoner Brothers On Instagram We do a lot of weed stuff And wrestling stuff Cool videos and pictures and stuff like that Uh, We don't fuck with Twitter too much so, uh, yeah, man, most of our stuff is on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, uh, Hood Slam Twitch. All of our stuff is on the Hood Slam Twitch. We do a hot box podcast Mondays live at 8 on Twitch. And uh, 
Uh, yeah, man. Anything Hood Slam, anything Stoner You Dojo, I'll put it over. Uh, Best Buds, come out to Best Buds on Saturday in Portland, and then uh, to BCW in Portland on Sunday. And check us out. Watch some cool wrestling because uh, our students will be there, and they're cool. All righty. Thank you so much to the Stoner Brothers. Yes. From Hood Slam. And send everybody at Hood Slam our love. And uh, we will have you guys back on very soon. Enjoy the rest of your nights. Uh, Smoke them if you got them. I'm smoking. Oh, we got them. I smoked them. Oh, yeah, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for having us on. Appreciate it. Hey, John, our pleasure. Thanks our for coming pleasure, out. really. Save the number. Save the number. Just show up. We don't give a shit. Come on. Cool. We'll yep. do. You're all, you're, all yep. fucking, you're all fucking stoned? Yep. Come, come on, Aaron. Just go, you know, this one time on band camp. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we'll I'll wait till I see you guys have somebody on that I, that I like, and then uh, and then yeah, we'll, 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 we'll call them and make fun of them. It'll be fun. Great. <laughs> cool. All right. Take it easy. Take it easy, man. All right. Uh, that was the Stoner Brothers from Hood Slam. Yeah, they are very uh, great people. Uh, they've given us quite some time tonight. We're gonna yeah. go over just again, a few announcements. Took, again, they they guys one more one more time. This this was a training night. They took off of training students to be here yeah. to talk to us. So yeah. definitely, you know, um, you know, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you know, find their page on Facebook, find them on Instagram, please thank them profusely for doing that. They didn't have to, but they did it. Uh, and that's, that's really, really awesome. We, we we really appreciate that. All right. Well, okay, I've got Sean, a go song ahead. that we're going to close with uh, tonight okay. when we get to it uh, for Katie, because it reminded me of Katie. Um, oh. So don't leave when when the song plays. I'm scared. Um, I'm scared we, what, re- what reminds what, what, what reminds you know yeah. you of me. I'm a little bit scared because uh, it could be anything, anything, anything uh, at all. We want to remind everybody that the next time ladies will be with us is going to be August 29th. It's going to be our back-to-school glow spectacular. Oh, what a night. And if you're not watching glow season two, what the hell is wrong with you? There you yeah, go. I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm, three, exactly. I'm three shows in. you got to watch. This season's great. I really love it. You're only three shows Funny in? Stuff. Man. We well, been, we binge well, the entire we binge the entire season. That uh, we start we started at eight o'clock at night and uh, we fin- and we finished up at uh, like two thirty the next morning. Whoa. By the time Whoa, the last like, episode was done. Like a good joint, I like to make it last. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the one oh, thing okay. about uh, Netflix that is dangerous. Because there are certain shows yeah. that I can get addicted on and watch all in one sitting. I did that with the new Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Um, I can and do like I don't know how many. I don't know how many times. How many times I've sat around and watched and our and one of our favorites is the uh, uh, um, Scott comedy still game, 
And I don't, I mean, there's like six seasons available on Netflix. I don't know how many times we have sat there and watched the entire six seasons. At least 20, my wife says. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> and there's a lot of new stuff coming out on Netflix. Uh want to remind you to support your local good independent wrestling this weekend. There's a lot of good shows going on. And um, want to remind everybody that we will be back Tuesday night for Tuesday Night Turmoil right here at 9 o'clock Central Standard Time, 10 o'clock Eastern, and let's see here. If it's 9, it would be 7 in the Pacific. So. Yep. Sorry, um, boys. Yep. So everybody that's. Yeah, so everybody that's been listening tonight from uh, the West Coast. (laughs) Uh oh. Okay, what's that? I didn't do it. It wasn't me. Um, nobody saw me. You can't prove anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are dying over there. It's it's called the Bart Simpson defense. Okay, I didn't do it. Nobody saw me. I didn't, can't prove yep. it. Yep. Wasn't me. I didn't do it. Nobody saw me. Can't prove it. Wasn't me. So, all right. <laughs> well, then uh, I didn't do then it. Sean. <laughs> Take it, take us out of here. Play, play that, play that song, and uh, let's uh, let's give these people something to listen to. All right, we'll do. This is "Flawless" by Dorothy. This is brand new stuff coming your way. And we'll see you Tuesday night.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.